Hello, everybody. This is Cesar Paulos with Everything Bulldogs Podcast. On today's show, I sit down with Josue from True Exotic LLC. Josue resides in Orlando, Florida, and produces some of the world's top quality English Bulldogs. On the show, we dive into what made him successful, what goes into his puppy pricing, and Josue gives you, the listener, really good advice when starting up your breeding business. Inspiring interviews with today's top Bulldog breeders. This is the Everything Bulldogs podcast. And now your host, Cesar Paulos. Hey, what's up, Osway? How's everything going, man? How's the weather down there in Florida? It's going, man. The weather's kind of bipolar out here, but we're hanging in there. Some days That's down good, to man. the 80s, some days up in the 90s, all over the place. Oh, dude, trust me, man. It, f- Cali weather, especially in SoCal, I don't know about North couples. In SoCal, the weather's been crazy, man. It gets super gloomy and cold during the during the night, and then like like this weekend, like right now, it's like seventy degrees, and then this weekend it's gonna be ninety six, ninety seven, ninety eight. It's 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 a trip. So real quick, Josue, if you don't mind, um, if you don't mind introducing yourself, you know, what's your name? You know, what's your kennel name? What what dogs do you breed in? And what got you into breeding exactly? Well, my name's Josue Velez. I own True Exotics LLC. Um, always been passionate. We, we breed English Bulldogs. Always been passionate about the breed. Um, long time ago, uh, Space Jam was one of those movies that I always, uh, I would watch like a hundred times uh, growing up. And uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with that movie, but in that movie, there was a, a bulldog, English Bulldog. And uh, ever since then, it was just... Uh, just I just told myself one day I would love to you know um, do it for a living and opportunity came up and and here we are. Did you know right there and then that breeding bulldogs was your calling, or what? Exa- when exactly did you find out that you know starting this LLC is something you wanted to get into? So so five years ago, so my cousin and his wife they've been breeding Frenchies um, and bull terriers for about I would say like sixteen years now out of Tampa, Florida. Um, initially I was given a, uh, standard English bulldog, uh, to foster parent at that okay. time. I had no, I had no intentions of getting into the breeding. I was just simply, uh, you know, it was like a free dog. They were gonna, um, they had the breeding rights. I didn't care at the, at the time because I just wanted a pet. Um, after her first litter, um, uh, they had the, the, her, her first litter. Um, after that, my wedding was coming around. And they they asked me if, if you know that that uh if I wanted to to keep her full rights and if I wanted to get into the business that I was more than welcome to. Um, so at that time I just kind of started researching, um, kind of dug deep in the market. I didn't never had my I didn't even have my own personal Instagram. So that's when I opened my Instagram for True Exotics, and I just started kind of seeing what like how the market was, um, studying and, and trying to figure out a way that would set me apart. Uh, just just kind of see what I could do to set me apart from everybody else. Um, and I already had the passion for the breed, and that's when uh, after her first breeding with my standard. Um, her second breeding, I had uh, five puppies, uh, and I had a very successful litter. And I sold, I sold a puppy in California, sold a puppy in Virginia, sold a puppy in Miami, one in Altamont, which is a town over here in Orlando, and one in uh, Saint Cloud. Um, and ever since, I knew it was something that I would, would we want to be doing, um, hopefully one day for a living. And uh, I just loved every aspect of the business, you know, from from people interactions, from the marketing, from the knowledge you got to have about the breed. Just I liked everything about about the business. 
that's kind of how it, it started. So yeah, so a lot of people say, man, that like, um, you know, there, there's just a lot that goes into it, and and we'll get more, we'll get more into it later on. I have, I have, I have a bunch of questions for you, but okay. especially when they go, when they get into breeding, they, they, you know, a lot of people go in blindfold, right? Like, how important is it to have some sort of knowledge before you start, you know, the 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 breeding business? I think it's in- extremely important. Uh, one because uh, you gotta have uh your reputation, right? You have. Uh, these people or clients that are going to spend thousands of dollars on buying a dog from you and it's kind of tough for you to have any type of credibility or, or build any type of reputation if, if you're not knowledgeable about the breed so i think it's very important um so yeah that's good right so what's made you successful in the bulldog game man and what do you do to continue that success um i would say to be honest, I don't think there's a right or wrong way to kind of go about about things. What my vision was um, from the very beginning when I decided to, you know, start investing money and, and because I knew how pricey the, the business could be. Um, for me, it was just I always had a vision of combining quality dog, quality content. And um, it's taken a lot. You know, it's it's uh, I haven't had a, a litter in over a year. Um, simply because I just kind of want to stick to my vision and, and the way I want to do things. Um, I've been just trying to stay consistent with content. Um, and it's just, you know, extremely time consuming, just the editing from the taking from just being consistent in general. Um, so that's kind of what I, what I feel in my opinion has kind of given me an edge. Um, just because I'm on, you know, since I only have one dog right now, right. um, me the time to be able to post on a regular basis. Nice, for sure. So, you know, you mentioned quality and, and even on your Instagram, you know, mm-hmm. you, you say, you know, quality and health is your number one priority. So mm-hmm. why are quality and health important factors when breeding or choosing an English Bulldog? Well, I would say for quality and, and most definitely health, I would say um, you got to do this for, for passion first. You know, if this isn't a passion um, and you're not willing to sacrifice a dog's health just to, just to make, you know, a quick buck. Um, I feel like people see that, you know, when you have clients that come and buy a kennel off your, of your program, um, th- they can tell the difference, um, between somebody who's just doing it for a quick buck and somebody who's doing it with passion. And, uh, that's something I put a lot of emphasis on because, you know, people who know me, they know that I do this because I love the breed. Right. So, and, and this is just, it's not only in Florida, man. I, I see that this is a trend, you know, with everything, you know, they see how much, you know, people see how much money, you know, mm-hmm. English Bulldog puppies go for, right? Mm-hmm. And and they think, you know, oh, man, like five, six, seven thousand for one puppy. Hell, yes, like, I'm going to get into it. But they don't really notice, like, you know, all the losses, all the sweat, all the tears. Yeah, absolutely. You know, all, the time that, all the time that goes into it. So mm-hmm. um, I totally agree with you, man, that, you know, you're able to tell right away between mm-hmm. a, a true breeder and somebody that's just doing it for the buck. And you can just tell by the structure, the quality and, you know, what they're producing. Absolutely. Um. So uh, to, to go on, man, like what makes your kennels in, in particular unique from, uh, you know, and different from basically like all the other kennels? What, what does your kennel offer? Um, I would say, uh, like I said, I, I take my time. I'm, I'm one of those guys that I don't I don't I don't care if it takes me a year, two years, three years. I just want to have nothing but the best of the best. And, and it shows, you know, you can you can go and, and not, you know, not anything against people who who have litters on a regular um but you can tell in my in my opinion again everything i'm saying is just opinion based and it's just really what's worked for me i feel like uh people 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 buy visuals first 
in my opinion, especially through social media, which social media obviously is a platform that when you run a business, it's uh, if you really know how to take advantage of it, you know, your reach is global, especially especially in a market where, you know, for instance, in a stud game, you can you can ship sperm overseas, you know, and, and from overnight. Um, you can sell puppies anywhere in the world and 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 you, you reach those people through social media. So I feel like if you're able to take advantage and, 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 and get the most out of social media, um, it's it's kind of the way to go, in my opinion. And that's I feel like that's what's worked for me. OK, perfect. And then if you if you don't mind, if you don't mind, uh, you know, sharing this information with the viewers, like what type of bloodlines do you carry in your kennel? Uh, styles of bulldogs. You got, you know, the widespreads. You got the overdones. You got the minis. I've always liked um, that UK look where the dog is, is structured, but it's just like the face features are overdone, big robes, uh, a lot of wrinkles. Um, right now, my female has, she's super heavy on shrinkables, but she also had a lot, has a lot of um, uh, posture, the posture line. Oh, nice. Centino the boss, there's a couple of big dogs um, from overseas. And, uh, and we actually just bred her, we did a, a line breeding um, with uh, bison. Um, they share a lot of the same stuff on the mother's side of her their pedigree uh, from the UK. Um, so I'm just kind of just going for that style. That's just my, my preference. Um, I just kind of like unstructured and overdone. Oh, perfect, man. Heck yeah, that's the way to go. Yeah. So how do you celebrate a successful stud service or an in-house breeding? Like, what do you do to celebrate that? Um, to be honest, you know, every little thing that happens, uh, or whether it's a DM, whether it's a, an inquiry, even this right now, um, you know, I, I always, I, I've put a lot of blood, sweat and tears into this. This is something I've been doing for five years. And, you know, those people that are close to me that know me, they know how much, you know, sacrifices and, and, and passion and, 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 you know, many times that I faced, um, discouragement because it's, it's it's one of those things that you tell people and i'm sure maybe you know a lot of the listeners um can relate but it's tough when you tell somebody like hey like so i breed dogs i feel like most people have they'll view you as they don't take you serious because they don't see they don't see they think they either think that you're just doing it for a quick buck or they just think that you're just doing it um they don't take you serious um right. i celebrate every single little thing you know currently i don't have a stud um, I did have a stud for a little while that I co-owned, um, and I celebrate everything. So, you know, to be honest, it's it's a DM, an inquiry, this this podcast right now. This is these are are things that I'm very uh, grateful for, which I meant to tell you in the beginning, but I'm very grateful for the opportunity. And uh, and yeah, I just I'm a family man, man. I just I just I'm, I celebrate everything to be honest, because I've put a lot of effort into this. So. People out there in, in Florida, you know, what do, what do the people out in Florida prefer when choosing out a puppy? Like, what's the trend out there right now? Um, again, that kind of depends on, on the taste that, that uh, the client may have. Um, out here, I feel like there's a lot of uh, minis. Um, but also the, the full suits, it's something that is getting pretty popular out here. Uh, at, least in, at least here in Florida. And I'm a little bit of texas um so that's also a route that i'm taking you know juicy miss juicy which is my female uh she's the face of my camp uh she's a lilac and tan i bred her to another lilac and tan so it kind of it just kind of varies on, on on the client and 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 their taste for for bulldog so real quick mm -hmm. way, what goes into your puppy mm -hmm. pricing so I factor in, I factor in bloodlines, of course, there's, you know, depending on the bloodline, I factor in the stud I'm using. Um, as you know, uh, there's always like a, a, a stud that's making, that's making noise at the time. 
um, and just the care for the dogs, the overall structure, um, you know, just the overall quality. I feel like as as uh, as you learn, because I've I, and I continue to learn, and and you know, from when I first started to now, I've continued to learn, and and it's just those those details. I I try to pay attention to details, right? So where whether it's like correct feet, um, uh, if you don't want high rears, um, I like I personally like full ropes. Um, the, you know, blocked heads, there's the tail, the correct tails. Um, I don't like too much space in between toes. I feel like every, those details, I, I factor them into my pricing, um, to, to create almost that perfect bulldog. Um, so I, I my prices vary by pup, you know, I don't, I don't have like a set price. And yeah, so I just kind of depends on, on the quick man. Um, so my last question to you would be, you know, you, you, we all started from somewhere as breeders, right. Or, you know, as you, uh, in, in the bulldog business right and there's a lot of people that are out there that are wanting to begin uh their their breeding business or that have begun or that own a bulldog right so my -hmm. question to you is like what what advice can you give these up-and-coming breeders or people that own bulldogs you know what advice can you give them and you know is there is are there any pointers you can give for them to to get moving my advice my advice would be uh definitely to kind of develop a game plan and, and and try to strategize things um ahead of time um it's it's kind of tough to do um you know because we kind of think at the moment but try to plan things out long term and and find a way um to kind of separate your way from your way your yourself from other breeders um whether it's from content whether it's from certain breedings you may do whether it's from a purchase um of a certain pub a certain bloodline and also to to make to reinvest, you know that I, I feel like that's one of the toughest things um, because it requires a lot of discipline. Because as a new breeder, um, the second you first that the second that you saw that first litter, your first puppy, or you, or you start out your first stud, it's hard to use that money and put it back into the business, wanting to do so many other things. Um, so that's that's certainly something that that that'll set yourself apart. It although it may not happen right away, it'll happen long term just from making the right investments um and just putting the money in the right place and and not to get discouraged you know um like i mentioned earlier um and this business is very hard sometimes even from family members to kind of see like your 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 vision you know i faced it a lot in the beginning you know family members you know including my parents my brother that i would tell them hey i plan on breeding dogs and and nobody ever really took me serious and 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 i continue to push forward continue to push forward um and i feel like it's 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 something that you can apply to pretty much anything, you know, my, my motto or the way I kind of uh, see things I approach or the way I approach things. Um, once you fully commit, commit to something um, from that commitment comes uh, your discipline um, from that discipline, you develop consistency, that consistency inevitably will give you results. Um, and then those results is what keeps you motivated because now once you see, once you see your vision starting to play out, you continue to push even harder because now you see it working for you. However, where it gets tough is in that space in between that, that, that gap between consistency and results. When you face discouragements or, or, or things don't play out or you might lose a puppy or a sale didn't go through or, or you've kind of things aren't really moving like you wish they would. That, that's, when, that's when it requires self-discipline. And that's when, when breeders get tested. If you're really doing this for passion or if you're doing this because you just want to make a quick buck. Um, like I said, and I mentioned earlier, I haven't had a litter in over a year. And I've never stopped because I can generally say, and those who know me well can tell you, I, this is my passion. 100, 1000%. I'm going to continue to do this for as long as I live because I love the breed, you know? And I feel like if, if, if as a new breeder, if you can say that to yourself, 
you're off to a good start. Just stay disciplined, continue to push forward and, and plan things out ahead. You know, long term plan. OK, if I do this, I'm going to keep this puppy. If I keep a female, you know, there's never a way of telling exactly what you're going to do because things can change in a heartbeat. But always kind of have a direction as to where you're going. Um, meet new people. Um, get out there. Go to shows. Um, DM people. Um, take your time when you're answering inquiries. That's another thing, too, that people sometimes kind of want to be real brief. And, and you got to put yourself in other people's shoes, right? Like if somebody inquires about a puppy, you know, and, and you may not have time at the moment, and you kind of just are super short. No, answer in paragraphs if you have to. It gets Sometimes it'll get to a point where you're like, all right, well, this person left me on red. So then the next person to ask you a question, you kind of treat them as if it was the last one. So you don't really take the time. You know, you got to understand these clients and these people are, are putting thousands of dollars in, in, in your camp. And there's plenty of other camps to choose from. So it, it goes back, and I'm sorry to give such a lengthy answer, but it's it's it goes back to just kind of giving, you know, just giving your your uh, putting yourself in the client's shoes and 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 doing things that will set you apart from other breeders. Um, hey, especially, you know, no, Josue, that's that, mm -hmm. you know what, man, that's that's mm -hmm. the best answer you know, I've gotten so far, and it's true, man. Like I hope these listeners take that advice and they run with it because. The advice you just gave was, is is one hundred percent solid. Um, mm -hmm. Josue, is there are there any last comments you want to say? Anything you want to tell the, the, the viewers? Um, not no, just I mean I've tried not leaving anything out. It's kind of tough, but but it's it's uh just just have a game plan. Just just have a game plan. Meet people and 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 just if you're doing it, do this with passion. If you're gonna do this, understand and and if you're a new breeder, understand that there's a lot of up and downs. Um, it's not always going to be, you know, as, as you would want it to, to be. Um, but just stay disciplined and, and do this with passion. That's really, that's really all I can say. Josue, thank you so much, man. I really appreciate you taking the time to come out on this podcast. Like it, it, what it's, it's an honor, man. Thank you so thank much. Thank you for having me, man. Thank, thank you for the opportunity, man. I really appreciate this. Thank you. All right, Josue, have a nice day. How you do as well, man. Thanks, bye. If you would like to give Josue a follow, you can follow him on Instagram at true underscore exotics LLC. That's T-R-U underscore X-O-T-I-C-Z LLC. Don't forget to follow at everything underscore Bulldogs podcast on Instagram for the daily news and updates on current and future episodes.